A Higher Things Reflection for the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul, January the 25th, 2024. And immediately Paul proclaimed Jesus in the synagogues, saying, He is the Son of God. And all who heard him were amazed and said, Is not this the man who made havoc in Jerusalem of those who called upon this name? And has he not come here for this purpose, to bring them bound before the chief priests? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ. Acts chapter 9, verses 20 through 22. In the name of Jesus, amen. Things don't always go the way you planned. Sometimes interruptions happen. Saul's life was interrupted, not by mere circumstances or a small change of plans. The Lord Jesus interrupted Saul's day, Saul's trip to Damascus, Saul's life, and Saul's eternity. This is no ordinary interruption, but the work of Jesus to convert Saul from a life of unbelief to a life of faith in Jesus. When Jesus appeared to Saul, he had a question, Why do you persecute me? Saul's question, Who are you, Lord? implied that he did not know or recognize Jesus. But Jesus changed that, calling Saul to faith and even using him as a chosen instrument to bring the gospel to people all over the world. Saul's conversion says something about how Christians are made then and now. Christians become Christians when God interrupts their lives and calls them to faith. This is God's divine action, not something that any person can do for themselves. Saul didn't ask Jesus to come visit him on the Damascus road. Saul didn't ask Jesus out. Saul didn't consider that Jesus might be an option in fixing his problems, so he would give this Christianity idea a try. No, the Lord came to Saul and called him from unbelief to faith. That's the same thing that the Lord has done for you, calling you out of the darkness of unbelief into faith in Jesus, who is the light of the world. God's conversion of you might not have the same kind of shocking story of Saul's conversion. However, comparing conversion stories and the transformation that God has worked for you compared to others isn't the measuring stick that the Lord reveals. Instead, it is the promise of eternal life by the grace of Jesus. That grace was applied to you the same way it was applied to Saul, in the water of holy baptism. There, with his triune name, God called you his own and applied the death and resurrection of Jesus to you. Martin Luther points this out clearly in the small catechism, saying, I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. In the same way he calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth, and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. In this Christian church, he daily and richly forgives all my sins and the sins of all believers. On the last day, he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and all believers in Christ. This interruption and change of course for your eternal life is the work of God for your good. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Almighty God, you turned the heart of him who persecuted the church and by his preaching caused the light of the gospel to shine throughout the world. Grant us ever to rejoice in the saving light of your gospel and, following the example of the Apostle Paul, to spread it to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lutheran Reader's Bible helps you develop a habit of devotion and Bible reading so you can slowly but intentionally understand and grow in God's Word. Through introductions to the 66 books of the Bible, guided reading plans, and more, this Bible builds your confidence to study Scripture on your own. The Lutheran Reader's Bible, now available from Concordia Publishing House.